0: It's hard to feel free when the world is crashing down around us and we're shut up in our homes practicing social distancing. But you don't have to feel trapped. You can write your way to freedom. Welcome to the Right Away Podcast.
1: Hello, friends. This is episode number 68 of the Right Away Podcast, and it is...
0: Wednesday, November 3rd, (laughs) 2021.
1: As we are recording, I'm JP Reinflush with my co-host.
0: Chris Kane.
1: Hi Chris, how are you?
0: Um, I would say neither of us is doing well.
1: That would be correct.
0: <laughs> oh um I think it's not even really flashback from the major amounts of socialization we did in October it is more just another crazy thing and at some point I might stop expecting my life to reach some semblance of normal and just accept that it's pure chaos and that I am a chaos gremlin which I am I am a chaos gremlin we know that but I keep expecting a semblance of normal and new chaos waves keep coming even ones that I know are coming up, and I'm like, it'll be fine. It's gonna be fine. But we're flying back to Costa Rica tomorrow and we don't have a house yet. We have an Airbnb until Monday. So that's exciting.
1: That's madness.
0: Q <laughs> crazy face. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, we're renting an Airbnb. Um we had hoped to visit a specific house on Friday stuff happened and it's not available. So now we're having to readjust and look at a bunch of houses. And worse comes to worst, we just rent an Airbnb for longer than we want because it's more expensive that way, but it's still doable. And that allows us to have our feet you know, under us and figure out schooling, which we feel like we've got a good grasp on right now. We've been talking to a few schools. They're all doing their registration for school to start in February. I even found like a what do they call it? A Christmas camp. So like their big break, would what would be summer break for the northern hemisphere is from the end of November to the beginning of February. And so they have Christmas camp instead of summer camp. So we found this cool option that smalls might be able to go to. Of course, the day before I fly out, the US actually approves the vaccine for children, like maybe starting today. Um, depending on if your place that you go to get vaccines has it, but Costa Rica has already announced that they've bought vaccines for children for distribution next year. So it shouldn't be too long before I can get smalls de That's
1: great news. Also, what happened today where you are?
0: I'm dreaming of a white exit. It's snowed. <laughs> and the kiddo has been asking me to build a snowman for two fucking years and so we did we built a snowman this morning and as soon as it was built he's like I'm gonna pelt it with snowballs and I was like wait let everybody see your snowman first and as soon as the last person saw a snowball he was like in the dark and he just completely demolished it
1: (laughs) I love it that was like a decent sized snow too
0: yeah, it was definitely like about an inch that stuck. It's all melting now, but mm-hmm. yeah. First it's snow of the year. Fun. Very fun. I love it. And you, sir?
1: Mm-hmm. Me.
0: Yeah. You are forced into vampiric hours. I am. The day
1: job has me working until like midnight to one or two, which is really fun in Arkansas. And of course, from the middle of it, um, I had to leave on Thursday, which... Arkansas apparently has no direct flights anywhere you want to go. Fun fact. I think it's just some weird nexus. But yeah, so I had to make a connecting flight and get back home. Thursday, I had to drive four hours to southern Illinois to attend a visitation of my late uncle, then the following day, the funeral, and then drive four hours to Iowa to attend a wedding the following day. To then drive home and then fly back to Arkansas. So every day was uh, like just busy. It was a thing. It's done.
0: Yeah, thankfully there weren't two more funerals in there because that's a movie, isn't it? Three funerals uh, and a wedding.
1: Is it three weddings and a funeral or is it three funerals? I'm not sure.
0: I don't know. but You could do the parody. You could do the parody. Whichever way it was, do the other way. But not in real life. Yes, that
1: joke was made. Also, someone said, All you need is someone to have a baby. Uh, and you would go through all life moments. Someone was very pregnant and I was like i <laughs> eyeing them the whole time. Like, when is it gonna happen? It's gonna happen, isn't it? It didn't, but I wasn't. I mean, you prepared. know, at that point I was prepared. We were good. Like, I've got the car
0: ready. At this
1: point, I did. Um, but no, on the plus side through all of this madness I have been maintaining like a checklist except for the past couple of days because I've lost my mind but I've maintained a checklist and I've been able to like get things done which is very nice because that's like my little Mm -hmm. stability in my pocket of chaos so that has been nice
0: I have been getting things done, but it has not been stable. I still haven't written, but I've kept up to date on podcast stuff. I finally, as anyone who follows our Patreon will know, in the weekly message that we send out, normally on Saturdays, but I think I sent out at like, I don't know, 10 o'clock on Monday night, that I finally got my website done www.chriskane.com and listed my editing services and all that good stuff, which JP, I think you got done like a week before me, or even like you were almost done with it at the editor's conference. Like you were working on it while we were there because yes. he had strange brain space to do such things. And everybody's been I'm really excited and posting like their stuff and getting feedback. And i was like, all right, I just got to do it. So mm-hmm. I did it. Done. Stage one is done. Now we have to tweak because that's what we Mm -hmm. do. Yeah.
1: Same. The only reason I had like brain space to do it is because in my mind it was like, why reinvent what already existed? Mm -hmm. And I really like Jay's setup because it was just super clean, straight to the point. So I literally was Mm -hmm. just like, hey, I want to copy your stuff. And he's like, here's how we did it. And I was like, perfect.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And Note to anyone out there, he had permission. Don't just go plagiarizing. I he had permission. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes, I explicitly was like, I would like to use the same plugins as you. Is that okay? And it was yes.
0: Yeah. Okay. As I am hopefully getting back to stability and getting back to writing. And I, I asked you this morning, do you often have projects that you have to set to the side and then come back to them <laughs> later and you it, it, his words were like that's 90% of my projects I was like yes. excellent so let's talk about coming back to a project that you haven't touched in a while how do you reload it how do you get restarted for it or do you tr- just set it aside and say you know what that energy is gone
1: I, I like coming back to projects. I actually was looking at one the other day because I like to take notes and because I've been using this book since before I mentioned using this book, I have world building notes really early on in here that I've been looking through and I'm like, oh, I could come back to this project. And that's really the fodder, the starting point that I make as I look at back at what was either previously written or world-built or mentioned. Just to get back in that headspace, that's how I start. How do you start?
0: I also review just everything that I have on the project. For one of the projects that I have, it's really simple, and I won't have too much trouble pulling it up and, and going with it. It's nonfiction, and so it's in bits and pieces that are really easy to just do a piece and then be done with it. There's a big list and I just have to go through and do them. So that'll be pretty easy to, to load up. The harder thing to load up is the fantasy serial that I have been talking about since what? I don't know, June now mm-hmm. or May, mm-hmm. maybe earlier, April, May. And I have a lot of world building notes as well. My dumbass put them in two separate notebooks. And so I have definitely had fun times like scrambling to figure out where this information was and some information that was randomly only in Plotter. So my first step when I get back to that project is I will be condensing them all. I don't know if I'll be typing them all into a document or if I will be handwriting them into a digital notebook, but I will have them all digitally somewhere and make sure I pull all of those pieces together together. I also have like a first scene that was written. I didn't get any farther than that. And I've had so many thoughts about what needs to go into that scene. So I will rewrite that scene. I don't know if I'll go in and change what's there or rewrite it from scratch. But I know that those will be my first two steps. One of the problems I've had in the past when coming back to projects is that in the time between starting the project, which might have gotten pretty far along, I can think of a cozy mystery that I think I have 16,000 words on, maybe more. And when I come back to it, where I am at my understanding of story craft is far beyond where I was then. How have you handled those particular projects?
1: So I have like a really fun epic fantasy that I've been playing with, and I have a 10,000 word short story that I haven't done anything with, as well as, I don't know, like 90,000 words on it. And I know that when I go back to that, all of that is not going to (laughs) stay. The Mm -hmm. truth of the matter is like, I have come at it with a different um, viewpoint and what I have written is no longer reflective of like how I view a story. So I already know that all that's going to (laughs) go, which is sad, but at the same time, it's reusable content. There's always a a nugget of structure in there. That's what I view it as. It may have been fleshed out at the moment, but it's a skeleton now. I don't know where I was going with this. It started to get weird and sad in my head. So it's now a skeleton for me to flesh back
0: out. Yeah. I think specifically of the cozy mystery, I think that I... When did I start that one? I'm not really sure. It was 2019, 2020, I think. And I was attempting to do it at the same time I was writing romance. And I just have a hard time carrying on two really intense projects at the same time. I just can't do it. But what I know that I'll keep is most of the world building. I know that I'll expand on the world building because I was figuring it's urban paranormal cozy mystery so it has an urban fantasy-esque is in that it exists in the real world so a lot of that kind of exists already it's based on a real place but i renamed it and i will keep the majority of the characters as they are but most of the plot will be completely different like what the mystery is mm-hmm. what brings her to this particular location that's all going to change there's one thing that will not change and that's the fact that she has a cat familiar who doesn't like her and is (laughs) super sassy and did not want to be bonded to her but they are stuck together Like that there's pieces that I'm like, those are the gold gems. Like those I absolutely have to keep. They make me laugh. Even when I go back and read this story, there are so many things where I've made what I've written makes me now laugh. And I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. like it has good heart, but the bones are brittle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's funny. And I think for the the epic fantasy that I want to revitalize, like the past six months or so i've refined what my quote unquote brand is which basically it floats around dark strange and queer so Mm -hmm. i'm looking back at this epic fantasy and it doesn't really have those elements strongly in it so that's already one thing that i'm looking at and i'm like okay how can i fix this so like my main character because at the time I was writing a lot of female characters in straight relationships, because that's conveniently how you can short code things. And I was like, nope, I'm switching that to a male and I'll have different characters of different various diversity in it. And really that's how I'm looking at it right now is how does this reflect in my brand and how can I revitalize it to better fit that? And it, Half of it is really easy things to switch at this point and really strengthen the overall thing I want to say.
0: Yeah, I think there's definitely elements of that. Thankfully, I've been publishing for a bit longer and been able to work out like specifically with the romance when it's when it has been just really not easy for me to write to figure out what are the things that really I really enjoy writing about and how do I inject them into the things I have to finish up so that it's not as painful for me. And I've noticed that when I've strayed from including the things that I really care about, one of them is neurodivergent characters. Then the writing is so much more of a slog for me.
1: hmm. The epic fantasy I did I did during Nano, and you just you have to write every day. And I know that I dictated half of this and I wasn't in a place to really grasp story structure. and so it just kept going. It was just a stream of thought. So I know going back to it like mm, this structure is a little wonky. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Sounds like we have very similar approaches. One, reread everything. Have you ever read anything where you read it and you were like, you know what, like none of this interests me anymore? Or is there still always just something that you want to keep?
1: I would say none of it interests me at this point. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. say any more. It's more if I am looking back on something to maybe revitalize it. I'm looking for something specific because I like in my head, I'm like, Oh, yeah, I remember a couple months ago, I wrote um, an epic fantasy about, you know, the the eight elements, that sounded cool. And then I'll go back and I'll look for that specific thing. So I might open up a couple because of course, I don't know about you, but of course, I name things that make no sense to future JP for no reason. Or I have five different Scriveners with the same name, which again, thank you past JP. So I have to open up each of these sci-fi
0: projects, one through 20 <laughs> <laughs> urban Basically. fantasy. And then I'll put a date though, because I can often remember vaguely like when in my life I was writing something uh, like, or when I started something. And so I often will like put a date in something. I like your mind, my mind. I'll just <laughs> give a name like Finn. Okay. Okay.
1: That has no help for me. And then I later look it up and I'm like, oh, this was a sci-fi. That was weird, which I love. Um, yeah, I,
0: I will either name it after the main character or the genre. And it'll sit like that until I have something. Just
1: reference everyone
0: else. Don't do that. Put a genre
1: in there just in case you put it away. <laughs> <laughs> the future you will be graciously appreciative. But yeah, so I'm looking for that specific story that I have in my head. And then, yeah, I'm I'm using that. So I wouldn't say that I look at something and I'm like, man, I don't want this or I'll never use it again. I'm usually looking back in the past for something specific.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, I think that there are probably plenty of projects that I've forgotten about that just sit somewhere digitally for the most part. And if I discover them, I might steal bits and pieces and pull them into other projects, but I probably wouldn't start that project up straight up. Mm -hmm. The ones that are like in my head currently are the ones that are closer to what my skill level is now, my overall author brand intentions. And they're the ones that I'm like, I really want to get back to this, but I have to load it up.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, there are very few that I'm like, I will definitely come back to this one. I would say there's like a max of three. That the world I built was really fun and engaging. It just wasn't the right time or something along those lines. But for the most part, yeah, I don't really go back to a lot of it. It's words that helped me along the journey and they can stay in the past.
0: (laughs) Oh, what question are we going to ask our listeners today, JP?
1: What have you done to revitalize past projects? What does your process look like? And all that jazz. I'm curious what people have revitalized. And Yeah,
0: I'm really curious like what projects have people like necromanced to mm-hmm. full life.
1: Also share a book link. If you revitalize something that was like 10 years old and then you're like I'm going to bring you back to life and then you published it,
0: share it. Excellent. All right friends, we will be discussing Dana Kays, your book, your brand next week by the time you hear this we'll already have recorded that episode and if you would like to help us choose our december book you can check us out on patreon the link will be in the show notes
1: all right see you later we did it
0: we did it yeah yeah we did it i think that's (sighs) dora i have no idea my life is children's shows Really?